0: I invite you to join me in On Fire with Linda Fields. It's a movement designed to calibrate, validate, and activate men and women like you who love God, putting your God-inspired passions and plans into action to carry out your callings in all seven spheres of influence. That's business and economy, government, education, family, arts, media, and church. On Fire with Linda Phils exists to help you complete your God-given assignments with a community of kingdom connections. Whether it's increasing your current sphere of influence or changing paths to walk into your purpose, if you want to set the world ablaze through Christ's power, join the movement at www.onfire.global. We have been thrust into the world of remote work and things are so different here in 2020 at the time of this recording. And it seems that people are having all kinds of of thoughts, positive, negative, excited, stressful, and everything in between. The things that we have found is that our hopes of remote work We used to dream about this. We used to want to have more freedom and just work from home and be our own boss. And it was going to be wonderful, right? (laughs) We thought of the independence that we would achieve being in our own environment to do our work. And we thought, oh, we'll have more time. It'll be awesome. I won't have to spend all that extra time doing things that are required when you're working outside of your home. It'll be so convenient, we dreamed. And man, the flexibility, just imagine. We can do whatever we want, whenever we want, and get it all done. And the world of remote work was full of hopes. We'll avoid the commute, and at last we'll have, what? Freedom. Now, we didn't expect to be thrust into the world of remote work in a season with so many challenges as 2020 has presented, along with a pandemic, uh, challenges to the economy, uh, confused society, a lot of ranting and raging. And yet here we are right at this point in time trying to figure it out. So these were our hopes. And it just seems that what we got instead of all the hopes were the we got frustrated. We got really frustrated with the world of remote people are. Uh, Struggling because their work life, all of a sudden, and their personal life are all blurred together. And it seems like there's no boundary lines. And we don't go to work and come home from work. We're always at work. And yet, here's the family, here's the dog, here's the life at home. And all of a sudden, everything is piled in together. And we are frustrated, we're exhausted. Screen fatigue. One company, I was just reading in the Wall Street Journal, found out that their people, their employees were spending like 12 hours just constantly all day on Zoom, meeting after meeting, project after project, and trying to make it all work, and they were suffering from extreme fatigue. This company actually instituted a no meetings day or a no zooming day so that people could breathe in, breathe out, and get some project work done. Also, loneliness is reported. People who got a lot of their social interaction at work from coworkers and team members and water cooler talk, lunches with coworkers, all of a sudden find themselves alone and feeling isolated. So our social dynamics have changed. All those people that you thought you'd be so glad to get away from them, all of a sudden you're thinking, I'd love to have a good debate with so-and-so on my team or have a conversation at the water cooler with them. Another issue is distractions because we just haven't been taught how to manage remote work in such a way that we can be effective, be on when we need to be on our game for work, and yet be able to close the shop, close the office, close the door and shift into an evening personal life with a good dinner or some reading or whatever it is that you like to do to relax. So the, just the isolation, the distractions, the whole thing has resulted in a real lack of motivation. People said uh, to me, I was so excited about this when it happened, not the way it came, but I thought, hey, this could be a, a great a great thing. And uh, what some people are saying is because it's such a big mess and all piled together, I'm finding myself very lackadaisical about the whole thing. I'm losing my edge. I'm losing my motivation. So the result of all of this is to be quite overwhelmed. Now, if you have felt any or all of these frustrations, we just want you to know you are not by yourself. And we also want you to know that it is possible to figure this out together, which is what our time today is all about. We want to acknowledge the hopes that you may have had about remote work or the advantages we'll say. We want to just say out loud, yeah, life is kind of a mess right now. I am tired. I do miss uh, face-to-face contact of sorts. Uh, All of these things are true. And, and, you know, frankly, it's just a bit challenging or overwhelming. So that's where we find ourselves. So the desired outcome for today is that uh, together we help you create the mindset you need to thrive remote. Now, if you've gotten your playbook this morning, your PDF file and opened it up or printed it out I'd advise that this would be the place you want to begin taking a few notes as we go through this today, because we're going to talk about a lot of things that aren't on the slides, although the slides will give us just a good guide or the playbook will give you a good guideline to follow as we work through these talking points today. And remember that we do have desired outcomes from anything we do here in 7-Impact it's not just to commiserate about our problems. It's not just to acknowledge them and talk about what could have been, but it's to actually change something and do something different. So that's what a desired outcome is. You know, when I have a meeting and I have an agenda, I always create a section near the top that says desired outcomes today. And this is where we reiterate very clearly the goals of the meeting. How many meetings have you been to that you're like, I'm not sure what that was about. (laughs) I'm not sure why we had a meeting. And, you know, that's one of the top complaints people have who are in any kind of organization is there's too many meetings and not enough clarity uh, and results from the meeting. Well, that's why we come in and state desired outcomes up at the front. So one of my big desired outcomes, and I invite you to share it today. I think you would will or else you wouldn't be here, whether it's your live or later that you're participating. But one of the big desired outcomes is to create the mindset you need to thrive remote. You know, you can uh, take a lot of steps to improve something. And yet, if you don't have the mindset that it's going to take to carry it out, you'll find yourself in a revolving door of doing the same old thing time after time without getting results. And what do they say? And The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting something different to happen. You know, we've got to get our mindset adjusted today in order to be able to believe this can be a good thing, a better thing than it is today for you, and that it's possible for you to thrive Remotely. Now, if you're an introvert, you introvert, you may already be loving the part that keeps you at home. However, there might be other challenges you're facing. So thriving just means that you, with your own personality, your own approach, your own kind of work, you are able to do a good job, a great job. You are able to feel satisfied. Your motivation and goals are clear and you're having the results you want. That's the type. Of result, we're going for today. And in order to go there, we've got to work on what? The mindset. We want to thrive and we need the accompanying mindset. We want to also establish three to five essential micro habits that you'll want to employ in your life, insert into your life, develop into your life to thrive. Because The habits are how we carry out the mindset. It's one thing to say, oh, I'm going to be positive every day. When I get up, I'm not just going to roll out of bed and say, oh, boy, another day of Zooming. And so you're saying that's the mindset I want. But if you don't have a habit that goes with that mindset to put it in motion, then you're not going to get very far. So if you say, as a mindset example, I'm going to have a positive attitude every day. Well, how are you going to do that? How are you going to establish that? And we're going to talk today about some morning practices that um, will definitely help you. And you would call these morning practices essential micro habits. And we put those in place and develop a steady rhythm in, in them. You'll find that that's when the mindset kicks in. So we're going to establish three to five essential micro habits. You need to thrive. Now, here's a few hints about what that might relate to. Engage in meaningful communities so that you are fighting isolation in the right way. Managing your time productively so your calendar is not just a runaway train. You find yourself having spent an entire week and accomplishing so very little. So we're going to help you with your time. And all of these things serve together to actually increase your energy and your well-being. We're going to get really practical today and talk to you about your body, your office setup, your ergonomics, how you manage your energy, and all of these things together help you have a more positive outlook on life and a better state of well-being. And then, of course, we're going to write and implement your action plan. So the desired outcomes today, if you say, well, we're at the end of the time and it's been successful, how will I measure it? Well, you will have identified the mindset you want to to develop so you can thrive in a remote world. You're going to establish three to five essential micro habits. And here's a few hints about what those might be about. And then we're going to write and implement your action plan. Is that good? Okay. High five to you. And let's just jump in. I want to kind of prime the pump by giving you seven ideas to boost your mindset to thrive in a world of remote work. I want to cast vision for what is possible in remote work and how you can begin to think about it and shift a few of those negative mindsets or limiting beliefs that might be holding you back in the world of remote work. Are you ready? All right. Well, here's one. Get up 30 minutes earlier than you do now and prayer plan your day. We're going to share with you what that looks like. But this is where you set your mind. You know, a mindset is not just a a statement or two. Or You might have a list of five or ten statements like a proclamation. And and I believe this and I believe that. And you're kind of just rotely reading out a, a list of things you want to believe. And you do believe on some level. That is powerful. However, that is not how you literally develop the mindset. The mindset is developed in the intimate, holy place of prayer. Why? The Lord made you. The Lord gave you gifts and callings. The Lord knew every day. He knew about this pandemic a long time ago, Psalm 139 talks about how you knew every day of your life before there was even yet one of them. And so what better place to start your day and set your mind on things above than with prayer plan your day. Now I have mine right here. It's something I keep with me uh, all the time. And it's right here by me this morning. I wrote down some things. I'm a messy writer, but this means something to me. And, And in fact, you're listed here under people of influence in this section of the morning intention, where we talk about people of influence. And it's my goal to influence as many people like you as possible with these life giving mindsets. I planned out my schedule and I have my scripture about what I've been reading and a few other things. And so getting up 30 minutes earlier and prayer planning your day is the very best starting point of your day to Boost your mindset and get ready to thrive in the world of remote work. When you do show up in your office for your day at your desk, show up ready to go. Don't just slap in because you just threw on a hoodie and just kind of, you know, barely did your hair. If you're a guy, you didn't even shave and you're just like, okay, here we go again. Another day of remote work. I actually read an article in Wall Street Journal just a a week or two ago about the impact of how you dress on your morale. And this article actually recommended dressing as you would have to go out pre-pandemic, pre-remote. We tend to get our standards tend to start slipping a little bit. Now, I'm not saying you have to wear a suit all the time. I mean, a lot of it has to do with the type of work you do and who you work with and kind of what the MO is there. But keep your standards high and be ready to show up, ready to go as though you were walking right in the meeting or right in the office. When you look alive and you've done, if you're a gal, your hair and makeup, if you're a guy, you've shaved and fixed your hair and you've got on a fresh shirt, there is just something about it that impacts you And how you show up, like ready to help, ready to do something. And you know what else happens? It's there's something happens in the other people around the table or on the other side of the screen, we might say, because they're like, wow, they're here. They're 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 looking alive. You know, I I need to kind of shape up here. And it just serves to raise the water level of expectations and excellence. You know, there's a lot of things we could talk about here. I'm I'm trying to stay more on script with this because we have a whole lot to cover today. But right now, if you're thinking of some examples of how you want to, quote unquote, show up ready to go, go ahead and make a note as we go. You think you'll always remember later and you may, but you may not. So just in the margin of your notes for this slide on the seven ideas to boost your mindset, uh, especially number two right here. Uh, Just jot down in the margin or down below where the notes area is, what does that mean specifically to you? It's different depending on your line of work and what you do and who you work with. But what is it that you could do to, um, as you show up, that people would look at you and hear you and say, wow, they really showed up prepared they were ready. It means you don't come having to scramble for your notes or your calendar or whatever it is you use in your work. It means your supplies are put together and you're going to be a lot more put together at the end of today's session than maybe you are right now because we're going to be some incredibly practical tips. It means that you're taking care of your atmosphere to contribute. The whole idea of showing up ready to go contributing value and excellence it talks about your attitude your morale talks about your facial expression it talks about the words that come out of your mouth are they downer complaining words like oh boy another day another zoom day or is it like hey i can't wait to see what we figure out today in our team like what you do here on number two affects you and your morale, and it's got a spillover effect for the positive or the negative. Did you know there's no coasting? There's no neutral and with regard to this. So you either contribute to a positive environment or you feed a negative environment. And of course, you are on the positive side, showing up ready to go to contribute value and excellence. Don't let your game slip just because you're working remote. Organize your workspace with meaningful pictures, quotes, objects. I was just looking around mine today. Here's a picture I have always on my desk. It's my dad, my mentor. And uh, we're here at um, a going away event when we left Texas a few years ago. And I have always loved this picture. So I always keep it right here. My daddy's already gone to be with the Lord. But he was such an incredible mentor and teacher. And I have that nearby. Um, I have other pictures and and objects around the office reminding me. I have a globe. I have a map. I have a whole uh, collection of flip charts for plans about the people that I've coached and the things that they're going to be doing. And these are all very meaningful to me. So when I come in, I'm already reminded with a hopeful atmosphere of what I'm about. You shouldn't have to Uh, recreate your plan and destiny and life vision every day, like from downhill, you got to keep it front and center in your mind and in your environment. Be the catalyst to help others do what you're learning. I was reading an article this morning in the how to learn faster and better Harvard business review um, edition. And it says the best leaders are great teachers. And you might be thinking, oh, I'm not a leader. I'm not a teacher. Oh, yes, you are. You're leading someone. I'm telling you, somebody's watching how you show up in these remote meetings. And when you're the one who shows up with the new idea and you're the encourager for the rest of the group, you are actually serving as a catalyst. You're actually leading, even if your title is not team leader. Leadership has nothing to do with title. It has to do with this number two, how you show up, ready to go, contributing value and excellence. And when you quit waiting to be asked or waiting to be pulled up higher, you just go higher. How do you go higher? By the way you show up, having your mind already set, having gotten up earlier than usual and getting everything in alignment in your heart and your mind, organizing your space so that it's motivational to you and then being that catalyst to help others do what you're doing. And, you know, you don't have to be real direct about it, but it will kind of be contagious, and others will want to start doing what you're doing, I promise, when you begin to do these things. Here's an idea. Create or join a social work pod for people who miss the working camaraderie uh, you can join a focus group. We've done this several times in 7 Impact, where you check in every morning and check in every evening and post some updates. And you just have a sense of community outside your work world that is very validating. And there are other examples of these we may have time to talk about today as well. Do an ergonomic and body health inventory. Ergonomics have to do with your workspace, where your computer is, where your supplies are, what your chair how your chair is set, uh, the height of your screen. And this actually affects your health in terms of your posture, in terms of how you sit. And then I'm, I'm going to ask you to try Calendly. It's not a typo. Calendly to organize your week and reduce wasted time. When you begin to look at your calendar And figure out, okay, these are my coaching days. If you're a coach, I have coaching office hours. So I have a coaching segment set up that are sent out to our clients. So they can just go, no, okay, Linda's coaching uh, office hours are Monday and Friday. And I can find one at noon, one in the afternoon, one in the morning. And they sign up, answer a question online. And I set this up once with the help of my assistant and it is ready to go, you're not having to type the same information to a number of people. So whatever you do, you might be able to set up a client, Calendly for an initial consult, Calendly appointments or other things. And it's a great way to systematize your work and reduce a lot of wasted time from repeats. So these are just, I mean, there's a plethora of things you can do. And these are some of my favorite ideas about boosting your mindset to thrive in a world of remote work, on fire.global is a movement made of men and women who understand that past plans won't work for the future. We're in a new time and a new place that requires us to fan the flames of vision to a whole new level, going all in with God like never before. So fire up your purpose, come find your people and frame up your plans to set the world ablaze together with me at www.onfire.global.